Welcome to Share to the Plot Scripture. I am Jordan Shambly, joined by Wesley Wildman and Cedra Sarton. Um, and Hello. Real, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, Welcome hey, back. Everybody's here. Glad to be yeah, here. It is great. We, we got the game back together for at, at least this episode. That's right. Um, I just want to, real quick, uh, before we dive into this episode, I want to remind everybody um, that they can check us out, Engage Magazine, first of all. I'm sorry, go on. EngageMagazine.net. I kind of slurred that there a little bit. I knew what you um, meant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're a little excited as all. That's uh, okay. But, but others may not. Yeah. So let me do it for you. you EngageMagazine.net. Engage yes. Right. Yeah. And if you uh, have a specific way that you want to connect, if mm. you like Facebook, hey, we're there. You want Instagram? We're there. Yeah. You want Twitter? Absolutely. Yeah. And, we're there. <laughs> and we got uh, some exciting things coming up um, later this year. Yeah. Um, we have the next engage magazine biannual issue coming out mm. in the early part of november so you want to keep an eye out for that we've talked about yeah. it a little bit before on the show we've had um a couple of the writers come in and talk about uh the subjects around their articles that they wrote for it um it's going to be some great stuff about evangelism about discipleship um and i really 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 am proud of our team for putting this together it looks really great um mm. and i'm excited to share that with everyone yeah. Uh, who who follows us. So please keep an eye out for that. Exactly. Um, and if you want a copy of the current issue, yes. go to engagemagazine.net. At mm-hmm. the top, you'll see a tab that's very clearly labeled magazine. Can't miss Click it. on that. Mm-hmm. It's, it takes just a second to fill out mm-hmm. and we'll send that out to you. Absolutely. And now, rem- quick reminder, what was our previous edition on? The previous edition on, uh, it, it was on the theme of living as a citizen of heaven. So how the the idea of um, God is our king and that everything is his kingdom, how that affects the way we live right now right. in mm-hmm. various different um, issues. So uh, it, that was a very good uh, issue. And I, I'm, I'm determined that every issue we put out will be a very good issue. So just yeah. get used to me saying that. Exactly guess, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, we had several uh, of the authors on mm-hmm. and yeah. gave you just a sneak peek. Mm-hmm on what that magazine has in there, um, different topics, all from uh, the eternal perspective right. mm-hmm. of what it means to live in light of God's forgiveness and yeah. grace in our life and having that eternal perspective because it does mm-hmm. literally change everything. Absolutely. Jesus changes yeah. everything. The eternal perspective of being with him uh, when we pass away changes everything mm-hmm. about how we live and breathe and, and the things we do and say and operate, even on this side of heaven, obviously. Yeah. So. Um, it was a great, great mm-hmm. magazine, great edition. Go back. You can go to EngageMagazine.net also to listen to some of the articles. Mm-hmm. We we'll give you a sneak peek and to see if that's something you're interested in. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I do think, yeah, like you said, it, it, eternity does affect everything. The Christian worldview is really an eternity view. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, 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 it comes into our life and it invades every part of it and changes our perspective on everything. So it's a very good magazine. Again, EngageMagazine.net. The tab at the top says magazine. You can subscribe is it good? to it there. It Be- is, are very good. It is very good. Okay. It's, it's great, <laughs> yeah, actually. Good. So we put our heart and soul into it. So uh, please go check the that out. The tongue in cheek there is, yeah. uh, <laughs> is Jordan is our uh, head editor. Right. So yeah. he helped All put the it words together. are spelled correctly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he has, he has <laughs> we let him write for it a little bit. Yeah, occasionally. Yeah, maybe occasionally. a little bit. Just a few articles, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so speaking of an eternal mindset, I do think that that really applies 
very aptly hmm. to the issue that we're going to talk about today, which is revival, hmm. um, the revival of the church, specifically of the American church in the cultural um, environment that we find ourselves in today. Uh, the, the news today, so full of so many different issues. At the beginning of the year, I thought that the the, the COVID nineteen virus would be the def- the definitive thing, the de- mm. the the one thing that really just sort of defined the year for us. And I came quickly to realize that it's one of several things. Yeah. To be honest, it's it's one of several things that is going to to fill our minds and and either um, drag us down into despair or challenge us to rely more on God. Um, and when we think about revival, it sometimes we have this glossy view of it. I think mm-hmm. we, we have the old, the, the, the tales of the old sawdust tent preachers who would travel around and, and preach fiery sermons to the, to the, the country folk. And there would be this revival that happened sure. or even, even the idea of the great awakenings that, that happened in times past. And we have the, this very, um, this this story book type view of it, and it can be hard for us to imagine this happening now here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the question that a lot of Christians, even if they might not be vocalizing it, it c- can be in our in our minds is: Has God given up mm-hmm. on the American church? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think we forget that. Our country and the world in general, this is not the first mm. hard year of hard times. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look back, this is not the first pandemic. Mm-hmm. There have been there have been wars. There have been ten- pandemics. There have been bad and good politicians as you go along. So all the things that you hear about in the news, mm-hmm. you know, it seems so unique to you right now. Mm. But if you look through history, this, this is not new. Right. And God has reigned over all of that. Mm. So mm. what makes today any different right. is it too hard for god today right to yeah. handle if it's too much for god to handle now mm-hmm. then and i and i do think that's a, that's a good thing to bring up too um when you think about revival you think about you know the vessels of revival are, yep. are the sermons and the, and the preachers that are, are are called by god to go out and to preach um and really kind of ignite mm-hmm. the spark um but I, I could hear just in my mind the objections the objections being raised that Christians today are not like Christians back then. Sure. Um, yeah. So Wesley, what do you what, when you think about the new generation of Christians, do we have reason to be um, uh, pessimistic or sure, optimistic? Yeah, sure. <laughs> hey, let me say this for answer the question mm-hmm. that. I've heard it said, and this did not originate from me, but I do agree with it, so I'll share it. But I don't want anybody to think it was my idea. Right. But if you think about it, and there's some humor here, sure, but yeah. then there's a lot of truth here. <laughs> yeah. But I, I believe, like one of my mentors said before, that if God had given up or, or is going to give up on the American church, then Hillary Clinton would have won. Oh, I mean, mm. think about. I mean, yeah. I know that we joke about that, and that's funny. Yeah. But the, but the <laughs> you think about the hostile uh. attacks that we faced mm-hmm. with our f- currently mm-hmm. with the entertainment. Mm-hmm. Talking about Christians here specifically, right? Through entertainment, through education, through um, uh, different parts of our culture. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
with a friendly, mm-hmm. not perfect and not great, mm-hmm. uh, but a friendly. Sure. Minute, uh, it is great, but not not fr- uh, not perfect. Right. But friendly toward Christian, uh, a, uh, a government administration mm-hmm. that is friendly toward Christians, mm-hmm. and we still face the hostility we face today. If you could only imagine, yeah. What Christians would feel like or be experiencing mm-hmm. if you had a hostile administration mm-hmm. like you would have under Hillary, right? It would unravel quickly. Yeah, <laughs> and the uh, persecution mm. and all the things that um, mm. the attacks that we face would uh, be tenfold or more. Okay, you're talking about FCC harassing AFR and mm. our radio network here that we're able to provide engaged radio on mm-hmm. uh, with day one or at right. least day day two or three. Okay, mm-hmm. so. I think it's your question. I don't think he's given up on America, mm-hmm. Christian, uh, uh, the American church yet. Right. Uh, and that's one example I would share. Uh, and number two, um, I think that there is always, always, as long as uh, we still have breath in our lungs and Jesus hasn't returned, there's always mm-hmm. that hope and that um, desire to see revival take place. Yeah. Now, revival that takes place, and I'm no expert on this, mm-hmm. And we'll give you a couple links. I got a couple uh, uh, landing places that, I, that we'll send you that sure. AFA and AFR partners with on an annual basis. Mm-hmm. We'll give you those toward the end of the program. But for for a revival to take place, it could happen mm-hmm. in different ways. Mm-hmm. And so it could happen on a local level. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you may see city councils, you may see uh, uh, school boards, you may see uh, local churches mm-hmm. uh, experience revival. Yeah. Um, so that could be taking place now on a local level, and we go. We are in the assumption that it's not taking place anywhere just because right. we don't see it. Yeah. So yeah. so you have so you mm. have revivals that could take place like that. Mm. But I think yeah. what we often think about when we think about revival, we think about the Great Awakenings. We think about that where it sweeps the whole country, mm. and we want to see those, and that's something Absolutely. that we pray for. Mm. Um, but mm. but that when that does take when or if that does take place here in America. We're, that doesn't automatically mean that you have a Christian-friendly yeah. atmosphere either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you see a lot of revivals that take place um, in other countries mm-hmm. where they don't have friendly Christian um, either entertainment or uh, education or government, and they and they it's called the underground church. Mm-hmm. You know that happens. So uh, there's just different uh, things that we can think about when we think about the uh, when we think about revival in the American church. But to answer your question, mm-hmm. I don't believe God's given up on the American church. But more specifically, you asked about the next generation, right? And yeah. uh, of Christians, the the biggest problem and challenge they're going to face, and this is just the <laughs> reality of uh, what my dad describes as the the country club generation of our lifetime. Okay. And the problem is, is that the lack thereof courage. Mm. It's not going to be because you don't have enough Christians. It's not going to be because you don't have the remnant. Right. It's not going to be because they don't aren't edu- educated mm-hmm. uh, or theological, you know, in their understanding of Scripture and the end times and eternal perspective and salvation. And they're gonna. It's not that they're gonna have lack of that of knowledge. It's gonna come down, in my opinion, it's gonna be boiled down to. Does our generation have the courage mm. to say and do what is right and, and to be prophetic and sharing God's word, right. even in the midst of mm. extreme criticism? Right. The courage, that's what it's going to take. And mm. I'll give you one negative example. We've talked about this on a program before, and then I'll hand the baton off here. But 
Uh, Lauren Daigle. Mm -hmm. Uh, Louis Giglio. I mean, I said I was going to give you one, but I can give you 50. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of really sad and disappointing examples of Christians who have, quote, climbed the ladder Mm -hmm. in the public eye. eye, Mm -hmm. Just one, A, God moved them up the ladder and gave them the platform. B, they were obedient and were rewarded by God. Uh, They just, the people, um, they just have a huge... um, connection with a lot of people for whatever reason they have this platform and ha- and are given the opportunity to be prophetic and speak god's word but through an extreme amount of criticism primarily through um the lgbt agenda uh, a lot of uh, broken churches for whatever re- uh, for a variety of different reasons they cowered mm. when when pressured mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so i you know as long as that increases yeah you're not going to see a revival right? Yeah. because those are opportunities to spark the church that don't have a platform that are being, you know, mistreated or, or wow. down and out. Yeah. And you're not going to see that. So it's going to really, the, the revival that takes place, if a revival takes place in our generation, it's going to hinge on the courage of mm. those, not the lack thereof. Yeah. You know, so. Now, I, I love that you brought, brought up the courage issue because I, I didn't think about this when I was writing the notes for this show. I didn't think about this um, particular uh, illustration from the Bible, but it reminds me of the story of Gideon. Um, so when you when you when we think of Gideon, just sort of in a retrospective view, as remembering from you know uh, Sunday school stories and stuff, or what little storybooks, we think of a mighty man of God. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you read the Bible, <laughs> Gideon is introduced to us as very much a coward. Mm-hmm. He is hiding in the caves, threshing his his wheat in hiding because sure. he's terrified of the enemies of God. Mm-hmm. The, the, uh, the messenger from God appears to him, gives him the charge, you're going to do this. Yeah. You're going to rescue my people. You're going to be a judge. And Gideon does not, does not want any of that. <laughs> and to the point where he... In a, in, a, in a way that I believe is offensive to God, mm-hmm. test God's will. Yeah. And he lays out the fleece. And I know there's a lot of people who put out laying out the fleece is a good thing. It's not a good thing. When right. God tells you to do something, he will give you the strength to do it. Sure. Don't test him. But he does that two times. He mm-hmm. lays out the fleece. First time, he's not convinced. He, his fear is still holding him back from obedience. Mm-hmm. The second time he lays out the fleece, finally he's convinced and is very begrudgingly. And then God uses him in a mighty way. Yeah. So the, I, I think that's a beautiful picture of the triggering point mm-hmm. of one revival and two cultural change. Sure. Because our courage is important. Um, it is important for us to, to step out in obedience and in the face of horrible oppression and, and horrible opposition, it's important for us to continue to obey God. But the, the um the catalyst of that change and what energizes us to do that is god yeah so when i think about revival and when i think about who does revival who 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 is the one who brings revival it's the holy spirit right Mm -hmm. um it's 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 the person it it is god who works in spite of our weaknesses um and he's not waiting for us He's not going to wait for us because, right. because um, it is his work and we are privileged to join him in that. Um, but he's, he's not going to wait for us to get all of our ducks in a row before he works. Right. Mm-hmm. He's going to work and 
and and shape us mm-hmm. at the same time. Amen. Mm-hmm. I, I think we're looking at a time, and I know we we've all heard it before. Where our generation and the generation after us, especially millennials and Gen Z, mm-hmm. are are looked at in a negative light mm-hmm. uh, as lazy, disrespectful, mm-hmm. and so I'm like the fact that you brought up the courage thing mm-hmm. because sometimes we're seen as lacking in courage mm-hmm. when it comes to like stand up in, mm-hmm. in what we believe in, and I'm but I'm seeing a huge number mm-hmm. of younger people who are not backing down. Good. They're being threatened mm-hmm. and and sometimes there's like their stances on political views sure. and and things like that but you don't see them backing down and mm-hmm. I I'm seeing it more and more in mm-hmm. Christianity young Christians mm-hmm. who are not wanting to back down from the truth. Yeah. And in today like in today's society it's so easy to you know, someone can put a message out there. It's so much easier to communicate, which means it's so much easier for people to bully you mm-hmm. and try to silence you. So you get like a, a flood of messages. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't well, think they necessarily like courage. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing, too. In our gener or the previous generations, you could, quote, live and let live. Mm-hmm. So you could have an opinion and have a difference in opinion or, right. or, or an exchange in difference of ideas and then you could go back <laughs> and enjoy your life and, yeah. and, and, and then and then the <laughs> best idea yeah you know or the one that most people agreed with that would be the the, the yeah. direction yeah. that would go in right yeah. okay mm-hmm. the problem now is that um you have if you don't agree with my idea you're uh you're hitler mm-hmm. okay and so yeah. that's the that's the atmosphere that right. a lot of our generation growing up in so i, I just don't know mm. um and we may agree to disagree here, but I just don't know, and what's yet to be seen, mm-hmm. that if they have the courage to be name called, bullied, right, pushed around, you know, whatever right. it is, mm-hmm. with that, and still hold their position. Yeah. I'm talking about the Christian mm-hmm. still holding a biblical worldview, mm-hmm. even after they get ridiculed, yeah. named. Yeah. And it's it's certainly going to be harder. Uh, what, harassed. What, yeah. What does what is encouraging to me when I look at the youth of today, and I, when I say the youth, I mean in general, not just the Christians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this is this is a double sided. This is a double edged sword because it can it mean it can cut both ways. Sure. But the like you said, I, I I do see that there is a a um a willingness and call it a rebellious rebellious spirit if you want. It probably is, but a willingness to stand up for. So a belief, a yeah, belief. That's true. I'll get that. Um, I agree with and, that. And 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 to burn bridges and to be in your face about it. And I do think that <laughs> sometimes when you, they're on the wrong side. Yeah, when oh, they oh, do most that, of the most of, of the time, yeah. I will say. Um, but when you introduce the Holy Spirit into that equation, I would really hope <laughs> that <laughs> that 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 um, personality uh, would be would be turned into um, courage for the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, but I do I do agree that. Now more than ever, I do think. Um, I, I heard somebody say that the the shame culture of the, the of Eastern uh, cultures mm. has has come into the West, whereas yeah. it used to not be. We, sure. People didn't. We used to be more shameless than we are now. Yes. And yeah. now we're terrified of being shamed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I do think it is a different environment than it was, but I do think that people are generally the same. Yeah. Um, well, there there are also times though, and today, you know, bef- you know, for the first time mm-hmm. in our in our world i'm able to pick up my my <laughs> phone here and i'm a, i can type something and send it and it yeah. goes to both of y'all immediately and y'all mm-hmm. get it like that and so now that that means sometimes people can send bad messages just as quickly mm-hmm. and or the media can lie just as quickly just as quickly just like that 
So, um, you know, and so people are posting messages, so they'll post something on Twitter. Well, the flood of responses come in. Mm -hmm. So we have more people who are used to getting hate (laughs) in bulk, like huge numbers of hate. And um, like I've made posts about pro-life and I get some of the most, the worst messages mm-hmm. when I post yeah. a pro-life message. That's sometimes hard. I get, I get some pretty harsh messages from people. Sure. So now there seems to be this attitude of between younger people that I see that it's like, I mean, you can't really hurt me. I get, sure. I get hate yeah. regularly. It's, so. yeah, it's either one of two extremes. Either so they're just, so offended that it ruins their life or, yeah, you sure. know, either they, hard, or they shut hardened. down and, yeah. You know, delete Poor their Lauren account. Bagel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but, but you do have a hand, like you said. I can't think of one and uh, an illustration off the top of my head. But there are, you're right. There are a handful of Christians that are uh, taking the heat mm-hmm. and responding appropriately mm-hmm. in a way that's compassionate yeah. and honest and truthful with a lot of courage. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I hope so, more of them. Mm-hmm. I hope more of those type people surface. Yeah, yeah. Now I don't. Yeah. This guy's not a young adult or millennial, but someone that that strikes me, or someone that has taken some heat. This a Christian that has responded in a compassionate, encouraged way, courageous way, mm-hmm. is Tony Dungy. That's mm-hmm. just one guy that comes to mind. So they are. You're right. Yeah. There are those that are not. In full-time ministry, but are in the quote secular world, serving as a Christian, and all responding in, in a appropriate. The Benham brothers did the same thing. Yeah, they responded in a biblical way that was compassionate. That was a uh, that was a shot in the arm for the Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, just let me reset sure. right here mm-hmm. and share with us the definition of a re- revival, and then we'll move on to the rest of the program. It says revival refers to a spiritual awakening from a state of dormancy mm-hmm. or stagnation in the life of the believer. Mm-hmm. It encompasses the surface of the love of God and appreciation for God's holiness, mm-hmm. a passion for His Word and His church, convicting yeah. awareness of the personal and the corporate sin. That's good. So, um, if you look at um, what we're when we say revival, if you look at what we're expecting or what we would like to see in a revival, that's what it, that's, yeah. that would be it. I think mm-hmm. I think a lot of the church in America, not not necessarily all, but a lot of us are the before picture the dormant, of that, yeah. the dormant complacency. Yeah, those yeah. those words, because I see so many who don't want to speak out on certain topics. They don't mm-hmm. want to touch them. Mm-hmm. They've become politicized. No one wants to go sure. there cancel culture you know yeah, someone's yeah. going to come in and shut you down mm-hmm. if you say something and so um i think a lot of us have been you know cowering in fear mm-hmm. but you have a lot of but there are just tons and tons and tons of christians in america that have yet to really express mm-hmm. their they're, they're not they're they're what we what i just described as dormant mm-hmm. they go to church they go home you know, they're not really involved in the event, uh, the, really the Great Commission. No, the whole thing, not just the evangelism side, but the teaching what Jesus said, teach them all that I've commanded you, mm-hmm. the teaching all that I commanded mm-hmm. you. Um, and that starts with the family unit. Mm-hmm. You know, we really need to see, and if you're a parent out there and you're listening, it is your responsibility, no matter where you are at the beginning of this mm-hmm. or, at the, or, or you've been a Christian for a long time, your responsibility is to disciple your family. Yeah. If you're a parent, especially the husband, but the mom included, you're responsible to res- disciple your children, yeah, your family, uh, hand them over the word of God because that's where revival is going to start in yeah. the family unit where God um, was his first institution. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And I think if you're sitting there at home right now and you're listening and you're wondering, 
where is the church mm-hmm. why is there not a spirit of revival I, I, you know that's what i want that mm-hmm. that's i guess the time to start that inner reflection of what are you doing yeah to uh what are you doing in order to foster that you know what are you doing to build that and um i'm going to give a a little website here that we have um if you go to afr.net you might have seen one cry or you might have heard one cry we Um, play their radio spots we do we play their radio spots and so there is a website you can go to i believe one cry is it dot net it's one cry.com mm-hmm. oh dot com you know it goes get that yeah but up. you're gonna yeah but you can mess up because you're gonna get it right when you put the link yeah, in. yeah. <laughs> right. i'm writing it down yeah i yeah. have it <laughs> one cry.com one cry.com uh, afa and afr and engage magazine we partner with them annually yeah not only do we play their radio spots and we support the work that they do but also too our leadership rotates on joining in on mm-hmm. their monthly calls quarterly calls their where they called it, you know, they were already doing uh, Zoom before Zoom was a big deal because <laughs> they get believers from all across the country, leaders, Christian leaders from all across the country, and we come together on over Zoom and we pray. Yeah, so that's good. Um, so we only have a couple of minutes left. I do want to end um, this program, not that this has been a negative program at all, but sure. I do want to end it on a very positive note. Yeah. Yep. Um, when we think about revival, when we think about just the environment that we're in right now, it can it'd be easy to get disheartened sure. and discouraged. But I do, I do have a few verses that I want to share that remind us who is responsible for the health and growth of the church. Amen. It is God. Um, uh, 1 Corinthians uh, 3, uh, Paul is talking about divisions in the church uh, and people are basing their, their, um, their claims to faith on Paul or Apollos. But Paul says, I planted Apollos water, but God gave the increase so that neither he knew, who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. First um, Peter 2, 4 through 5 says, Coming to him as a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious, you also as living stones are being built up a spiritual house. Um, Philippians 1, 6 this is kind of the end all. He who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Christ. Mm-hmm. When we look at the church, the health of the church, the de- where the church is headed, it's not something that's up in the air, and it's not something that is a responsibility that falls on our shoulders at all. We do have a responsibility to o- obey God because he's God, mm-hmm. and because we love him, and because he has commands for us. But the one who's carrying us to the finish line is God, and he says, he has begun a good work in us. He will finish it. It's not it, if there's no conditions there. Mm-hmm. He will finish it. He is the one building us up together. He won't fail. Mm-hmm. So when you think about revival, there's no reason to be discouraged. Um, have an appropriate sorrow over sin, sure, certainly. Um, ab- and continue in obedience with God. Uh, but and have cur- and have courage and, and have courage yeah. and because when your time yeah. comes to speak the truth and you have an opportunity absolutely be courageous and this is why we ha- have courage is because mm-hmm. the end is certain absolutely it's, it's not a guesswork for us so Amen. i just want to encourage you all with that and until next episode continue to share truth and apply scripture mm-hmm.